0: You please pray with me. Oh, Father God, we thank you for the absolute incredible faith of a teenage girl that she would actually believe in this incredible, fantastic, crazy story. The first Christmas story. That she'd conceive your son, that she would deliver hers and our Savior. That she would be ridiculed and mocked. And yet, unbelievably, because of Your presence and because of Your grace and mercy to her, she believed. We thank You for that belief and the power of that belief. And Father, we ask that Your Spirit would come tonight in a similar fashion, with similar power, for each one of us. So that we too, can believe the the craziness, the beauty, the glory, that God would come and be among us to rescue us. And he would come through a womb of a virgin named Mary. Father, come with power. Remind us of the greatness of your Son. and spirit, speak into each one of our hearts, we pray. In Christ's name, amen. Every Christmas Eve service is a pastor's favorite. This year, I couldn't wait. It's the little things that make us excited. New buildings—that's pretty exciting. But a new lobby. Did you see our new lobby? I mean, I'm sorry, but I get excited about a new lobby where family and we get a chance to hang out there more. And I said to the staff, "I said, listen. As far as Christmas Eve service, I mean, the lights, yeah, the other nice, the singers. Yeah, we need them. Poinsettias, of course. But a Christmas tree." I said, all I want is a huge, ridiculously big Christmas tree in the lobby. I gave them an illustration. I said, I want to walk in the door and have to kind of shuffle around it to get through. And they came through. Did you not see it? Is that not one of the prettiest trees with some of the most beautiful presents underneath? Well, one of those presents is here for each one of us tonight. We're going to unwrap it. I, I stole it right beforehand, so we've got to wait to the very end. Well, the greatest Christmas present that God could give to any of us, to all of us, is to be rescued. And it's going to be drawn into His presence. It's be really to be given God's heart. That's the greatest gift we could give, we could get, receive. It was Mary. When Mary was given this incredible, outrageous news that she was going to give birth to a son who was going to save the world. When she was told this incredible news, God's angels came to her and said something amazing, they said, "Mary, God has found great favor with you. God really loves you, Mary. Mary, there's just something about you, Mary, that his heart leaps, and he, he, he just loves you. He has an incredible favor for you. And not it be great? To live our lives knowing God's love. Can you imagine how that would change us? No matter what circumstances we know that God really is for us. That God really loves us. He's really given us his heart. One of my favorite Christian books is probably uh, one of my favorite Christian books. Because it doesn't read like a Christian book. It's called Blue Like Jazz. It's written by a guy named Donald Miller. It's a great book. And in that book he describes what life was like growing up without a dad. And he talked about how his dad would come and visit maybe once a year. A lot of times around Christmas time, his dad would show up. And he talked about the excitement he had when dad would come to town. And one of the reasons he was most excited that dad was in town, because dad would take him and his sister to Walmart. And this very generous dad that showed up once a year would take him to Walmart, take him to the toy section and say, Kids, whatever you want, I'm going to buy you anything you want just for you. He talked about the the wonder and just the joy of walking down the aisle at Walmart thinking my dad's going to buy me anything I want. Well, you can imagine the story. I mean, his dad was there once a year. And pretty soon the joy of the presents just faded away. And pretty soon he realized that those presents were pretty worthless. Because his dad never gave him his heart. Because his dad never gave him really his favor. He just gave him stuff. And for each one of our uh, for parents here that are going to give our kids great stuff tomorrow, let us never forget, it's not the stuff that's going to really bring them life. What we really can give them that gives them life is our hearts. It's our love. And that is what God the Father gave to Mary. He says, I'm going to give you my favor. God's favor this evening, just like in that first Christmas morning, is found wrapped in His Son. He began coming to us in swaddling clothes. No longer is He in swaddling clothes. Now He's in royalty. But the only way to God's heart, because he really each one of us Long, because we're made in His image for God's favor. Each one of us will be set free by that. The only way that we can ever find favor with God is finding favor with His Son. That's why He sent Him. I mean, Jesus came and says, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the light. There's no way to the Father. There's no way to His heart. There's no way to find that joy that comes from saying, my beloved child from the Father, except by through the Son in faith. That's the only way. And that's what the Christmas story is all about, that God gave us his son so he could give us his heart. And the amazing thing about this is this, in Christmas, the only way we really find our heart is if we find his heart. The only way we'll ever be able to truly love and appreciate who we are, we can love and appreciate who he is. That's the Christmas story is when he comes and we realize that God his, wants to come and give us a gift of his favor through the faith of, in his son. We find his heart. We realize we find our own hearts too. How's your heart this evening? Is it broken? Is it lonely? Is Christ in there? Because really the only way that we can ever find our hearts is to find his. And that's the Christmas story that he's come to give us his heart. You know, I'm just thinking about Mary as I was preparing. and, And Mary had several things that were amazing. But one of the most unique gifts that God gave Mary is there was no one else in all of history that God looked like more than Mary. When Mary looked into the face of her son, into the face of her God, into the face of her Savior, she saw her own face. She saw her own likeness. What an incredible way to be able to look into God. And really, the same story is for us is that when we look into the face of Jesus, God's Son, we see ourselves and who we need to be and who He has made us to be by faith. And we really find life. You see, God gave Mary the greatest gift. He gave Mary her favor, His favor. Do you have His favor? Do you have it this Christmas? Do you know for sure that the Father loves you? You can if you embrace His Son. Not only that, Mary received God's greatest gift, and that was God's presence. Because Mary received God's presence. In Luke one twenty eight when she gets this incredible news that she's going to be pregnant, she's going to give birth to a son, The scandalous news it also says later in that song that that she is going to be blessed and that everyone's going to know that she's blessed. But it doesn't start off that way. Mary needed to know that God was with her because she was going to go through some of the most agonizing months of pregnancy ever. I remember when I was a few years probably younger than what Mary was when she was pregnant with Jesus, I was about 12, that I was going to have my tonsils out. And back then, it wasn't just outpatient surgery. Back then, you went to this big, sterile, huge place, a hospital, and uh, would be dropped off there the night before, and then wake up in the morning and have surgery. Now, I got to tell you, I wasn't really nervous about surgery because they sell all the young kids that you're going to eat all the ice cream you ever want to have. And by the way, if there are any young kids here that ever have to have their tonsils out, you'll never want to eat ice cream after they take your tonsils out. Someone's just trying to get you there, all right? But anyway, that's not the point. I wasn't worried about the surgery. I was worried about being alone. I was really afraid. I think probably for the first time for for a 12-year-old, being all by himself in a place that was scary, I just was just gripped with fear. And I remember my mom praying with me. And I remember she quoted Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-seven, 27. And she says, Jeffrey, the eternal God is our refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. And she began to pray. And to be honest with you, I have no idea what she meant by the eternal God is our refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. But something happened in that prayer. The peace of God showed up. The presence of God was tangible. And for the first time in my life as a 12-year-old kid, I knew that God was real because God was with me. And I felt that presence. And she got done praying. I said, Mom, it's okay. You can go. Jesus is really here. You see, that's the power of God's presence. It drives out fear. You see, long before they called Mary blessed, They called her some other names. Tramp. Harlot. Adulterer. Many who didn't believe this glorious story smeared her name wherever she went. And God knew it would be tough. So God says, I'm going to be with you, Mary. I'm going to give you my presence. God's presence is found wrapped in His Son. That's the gift of Christmas, God's Son's name is Emmanuel, God with us. And there's such great news. He's still with us. No, not in bodily form. He's with us in spirit. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And one day I'm coming back for you physically. But we can know, just like Mary knew, we can have God's favor. We can have God's presence when we unwrap the gift of His Son by faith. You too and I can find that great Presence and that great peace. And I know the reality for many of you, I know the reality that Christmas is difficult because it's a reminder of who's not present. I mean, it just seems like this fall, I I did more memorial services this fall than any fall I've ever done. And I know that this Christmas season, for many of you, there's an empty seat. And I'm sorry about that pain. I want you to know that God knows that pain. But I also want you to know that God is with us. And listen, God is with all of our loved ones who love Him too. He's that link. He's that space. And He's there. How is it with you this evening? Do you know the great gift of God's presence wherever you go? And if you do, it drives out fear. And if you do, you will truly have great joy. You see, Mary received God's greatest gift, His favor, His presence, but also, Mary received, and lastly, the greatest gift. Mary was a part of God's rescue plan. Yeah, Mary was incredible. We've been looking at some stories of women that didn't have necessarily great backgrounds. Mary's is awesome. She really was a, a woman highly favored. She was a woman who knew Scripture. She quoted when she sang. Um, she was a virgin who, was con- who conceived God's child. But Mary was a sinner. Mary was a sinner who needed a Savior. Mary needed to deliver one who would rescue her. Mary needed her son's precious blood to wash away her stains of sin. Mary needed her son's unbelievable, pure righteousness to clothe her so that she could be acceptable in the Father's eyes. That's the story of Christmas. That God would send a rescuer, a redeemer, to come and rescue Mary, to come and rescue Jeff, to come and rescue you and me. And to present us before the Father, faultless, pure, blameless. Mary found God's greatest gift because Mary was rescued by the son she delivered. God is God rescued her, is wrapped in his son. Do you know him? If you do, it should cause you to sing. It caused Mary to sing. She said this, God had done great things for her. Has God done great things for you? The greatest thing He could do is to wipe away your sins in your past. The greatest thing He could do is wipe away anything that keeps you from His favor. The greatest thing He could do is wipe away anything that keeps you from His presence. The greatest thing He could do is send His Son to come and to live the life that you and I were supposed to live to die the death that we should have died so that we can know the joy, the good news of great joy that God's favor is with us. God's presence is with us. God's rescuer has come. His name is Jesus. Mary knew those great things. She said, God has been merciful to me. Has God been merciful to you? He offers mercy tonight. Does anybody who is thirsty come? doesn't matter if you don't have any money. Come just as you are. Come and drink deeply from me. I'm not going to drive any away. I'm going to love you. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to give you mercy. Isn't that good news? God doesn't have a big stick waiting to whack us. God's got outstretched hands with nail pierces in them, ready to wrap them around us and to love us. He's a merciful God. Mary knew it. It made her heart sing. Mary knew that God filled her with good things. Ultimately, that good thing of the Holy Spirit of God's presence. Have you been filled by God with good things? I mean, eternal things, not just things that are going to fade away. Mary knew it. You see, you too can find God's rescue when you find God's Son. It's through His life, His death, and resurrection. Do you know God's rescuer named Jesus? Well, I went and I got the best present I could get under the tree, and I'm really excited about it. And uh, I tell you, Orangewood needs a present right now. It's been a pretty rough year, and I'm excited that we have a nice gift that's been given to us. And this, uh, this one's empty. I usually just get coal. (laughs) You know, Christmas is empty without Jesus. Whatever present you're going to open up tomorrow, whatever you're going to have for family, if Jesus isn't in your heart, if you haven't been rescued, it's empty. It's going to fade away. You've missed the Christmas story. But there's great news. That He came for us. And tonight, you can unwrap the greatest present. The present of His Son that He freely offers to us. For all who need to be rescued. For all who need to be set free. For all who need to be forgiven. For all who need to be loved. who For all who need to find the presence of God. Jesus has come. Do you know Him? Do you know Him? And if so, you have reason to sing like Mary did. Because we have found God's favor. We are in God's presence and he has rescued us. And if you haven't, tonight, unwrap the present of Jesus by faith. And you too will be set free. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the most incredible story ever told. And it's not just a fable, but it's true. The God who made us is the God's, his son has rescued us. He's come to set us free. Father, I pray for each heart in this room right now. Father, for the ones who have already unwrapped this great gift of your Son by faith and have embraced Jesus as their Savior. Father, we thank you that He has come to set us free for the glory of us all so that we can live now shining for Him. But God, I also pray for the many here tonight who have yet to really unwrap the true Christmas story, that there is a father who loves. He loves so much that he would send us his son. God, I pray for anyone here who's yet to unwrap the gift of Jesus, that you would give them the gift of faith like you gave it to Mary. That God, that they would be able to say, yeah, I need a rescuer. I need a savior. I'm broken and sinful and not perfect. And I ask Christ into my heart. God, I pray that there'll be several tonight that would embrace the true Christmas story in a relationship with Your Son who's come to rescue us all for the glory of it all so that now we can live for Him. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.